That would have really sucked. <laughs> this is Cockpits and Cocktails. We use this podcast to share stories and talk about all things aviation and aerospace. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Cheers to you and enjoy. You want to do the intro? Um, yeah, what is it? Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening to Cocktips and Cocktails. It's Stephanie and Fly Girl Kelly. Hi. How are you? Good. Long time to talk. I know. What's, What's going forever? on? Um, not a whole lot. Well, you know, of course. Um, my son is home. I have, uh, he, uh, I'll touch on this briefly. He plays rugby at university of Kentucky and he was playing in a tournament at Notre Dame. Um, gosh, it's been over a week ago, I guess. And I was not there. I was at home in Cincinnati and I got a call from his coach that he was taken by ambulance to the emergency room there and um I probably needed to come that it was pretty bad oh my god so of course I packed all my stuff it's about a four hour drive four plus a little bit um hour drive and so I hurried up and packed everything for an overnight I didn't know how long I'd be staying and and then I'm kind of talking on my way up there with another mom who happened to be staying with him um and his ankle was dislocated he was tackled and his ankle was dislocated on the field and then he broke his uh what was it fibula or fibula i think okay i think it was bad i mean i started seeing pictures it was just like his ankle his foot was just like flopping around and it was a clean break so we needed to figure out within that time what what was going to happen if he's going to have surgery there if we were going to be able to bring him back here and we did uh, once I got up there I saw him and um, he was you know full of meds and we wound up driving back the same day and then got in to see a doctor and he had surgery he had to have some screws and plates and things like that put in his foot and he's been recovering at my house Pretty much in bed ever since. So that's kind of what I've been doing. Even like when you roll your ankle, that hurts. I could not imagine what he's going through. You know, I was really glad that I wasn't there to see it, actually. Oh, absolutely. It it was hard enough seeing him like in pain and there's nothing I can do about it. He's like, this is the worst pain I've ever experienced. And it took like two hours from the time he hurt himself to get some medication to Oh my God. He was like, it was the worst two hours of my life. Well, you know, it amazes me. Um, Like even after having surgery and stuff, I understand there's an epidemic and I understand blah, blah, blah. But if you clearly have basically your bones sticking out of your ankle, or if you do anything where you cut my body open, that's, that's like grounds for, I don't think this person's faking. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, this is real. Like, I feel like, you know, if you cut, if you cut any part of my body open, it's painful. Right, right. Oh, man. Um, But we were at a football game, a high school football game. I don't know what he broke, um, but it was someone, of course, when he went down, like everybody got quiet, but it still gives me chills to this moment. Um, 
just screams from this Aww. high school football player mm. just echoed and it was just like it was it mm. was absolute like I could not imagine because you're obviously in pain but it's mm-hmm. not like oh I, I twisted my ankle pain my my or my back hurts like they clearly excruciating I, pain. I think it's good that you weren't there because it's something that you don't ever need to hear that ever because that'll just replay in your mind as a mom yeah Mm -hmm. and he um he he, you know he said he was screaming kids were puking looking at it and it was oh well I um, you did show me the picture and holy cow mm -hmm. yeah like that was he is a champ yeah he's you know he's ready two hours I know I feel like they probably like give somebody medicine because they're like, if I have to hear this girl scream one more time, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> here you go. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, I wasn't, you know, concerned about the medical care because he went to the same hospital apparently the Notre Dame players get get treated at and stuff. Um, I did have so emergency rooms. Um, I have a weird kind of. I don't trust him 100% because, well, I had a friend in high school who got in a bad car accident and they did not treat her leg or set her leg correctly, put it in a cast and actually didn't need to go in a cast because she broke mm-hmm. several, several bones. And um, it's her, the circulation, she had like no circulation in her leg and they actually had to amputate her leg. Oh my God. Um, and I don't know how much of that had to do with, you know, the decisions that were made there and how much mm-hmm. of it was just like, there's just no repairing it. But I was, you know, I was like, Oh God, I hope these people know what they're doing. And um, yeah, I think, I think now a days things are just, if there's even, yeah, I tell people, even if you have cancer, like it's not having cancer 10 years ago, it's not having yeah, cancer 20 right. years ago. Things yeah. have changed. There's, off of major protocols and you know with different surgeons and different like they all have to be on the same team so yeah I I did a lot of uh did a lot of praying and (laughs) like just god do Mm -hmm. not let him be in pain and god yeah it's more like the discomfort don't like he Mm -hmm. shouldn't have to be so uncomfortable that he can't yeah but well that's a fun topic so (laughs) yeah I think we lost we definitely lost listeners no (laughs) <laughs> they're probably um, like oh yeah that's sad talk yeah. about airplanes this is this is can you see these pictures this is the one that got hurt right there and then i have brett over here and then up there on top is jack when they were little bitty <laughs> i wish i could go back to those ages oh, you don't think you just want to see how they grow up and who they become and then it's like <gasps> and getting a hug from my daughter is like no I need you to put your arms around me don't lean in Mm. like (laughs) yeah yeah it's been kind of nice having him here you know being able to to have him around he's usually a very busy guy that he wants to be back where's around where his buddies are and but he he knows he can't move i'm ready to take him whenever he wants to go home but Mm -hmm. he really has to keep his leg elevated and it's painful when it's not so you know i love seeing him so i'm glad i get to see him and take care of him it's nice yeah and i'm sure Um, he wants to be back on the rugby team like back doing what he loves yeah and i don't think that's going to happen this this season yeah but 
we'll see. I did get, so I got it, recently got a, and this is why we're going to talk about this today, because I recently received the a bill from a trip that my boyfriend and I took for what you would call a $100 hamburger. And a $100 oh. hamburger um, is something that, if you aren't aware, that started a long time ago where people would, you know, get in their plane or rent a plane or whatever and fly to another location and have lunch or whatever. And mm-hmm. they called it a hundred dollar hamburger because of the cost of fuel and everything. Well, it was over five hundred dollars. Uh yeah, I was gonna say like my so one time I was flying I like to buzz um I like to buzz the golf course. And by buzz I mean legally buzz the golf course. <laughs> um when my husband's golfing. Um so um a lot of times guys will be like oh is that such and such and I guess the other day somebody was like oh is that Steve and his biplane and I'm like you know what a biplane looks like right <laughs> like <laughs> so anyway yeah. yeah but um so a lot of times they'll be like oh is that your wife you can't or, identify or... airplanes you just said you couldn't identify airplanes yeah, yeah. I feel like episode. a biplane is super <laughs> obvious yeah. <laughs> also, so um, this guy never golfed like when I flew over, so he didn't know that I flew, and it was more of like, uh, "What your wife? What is she? What?" Like, and John's like, "She just does it for fun." Well, the one time I was flying over before I flew to Connecticut for lunch, and John was like, "Ah, yeah, she's going up to Connecticut to have lunch," and someone's like, <laughs> "You do realize that's gonna be like." $150 and John's like uh-huh yep $150 yep He's I like, wish yeah that is like <laughs> add add a thousand to that, to that. <laughs> yeah yeah but um yeah so where where did you go I mean obviously I flew far for that one and I yeah. mean the bill itself wasn't it's just the gas yes Right. Oh, yeah. I don't even know the the amount of what we spent on the lunch. I'm not even sure. Right. Probably, I, I've spent like five dollars on lunch before. <laughs> I flew, yeah, I flew seven states to get it. <laughs> yeah, we flew to this place um, in Indianapolis. It's kind of popular. It's called Eagle Creek, uh, and they have a you land on the airport and then you walk across the street to this restaurant that's on like uh, water. It's on a man-made lake there, and there's boats and everything there and it has indoor outdoor seating and really really good food uh so it's not just a hamburger joint it was it's more like a fancier kind of place to eat and we we went there and it was great it's like an hour flight maybe for us there are other places nearby that I go quite a bit that are more like 40 minutes or so and um you know it's fun it's really fun to do with people that haven't flown a whole lot mm-hmm. and they don't know what's out there and you know you fly over all these airports and you're like see there's an airport there's an airport and they're like I had no idea there were so many airports yep yeah. yeah but a lot of them so there's like one that I'll meet up with uh uh Joe because he I'm on one side of the Philly Bravo he's on the other side of the Philly Bravo so it's him and the guys in his airport happen to be going for breakfast he'll randomly message me like the night before or that morning he's like I know it's last minute you want to go meet up for breakfast and that's kind of how it always works is like you don't know when you're gonna fly 
he's got a cub so he clearly can only go when he can go mm-hmm. um yeah. so it's not like you can plan weeks in advance so um that's called sky manor has delicious delicious food but um that's in new jersey um i think it's n57 the cool um, part about that is like like the tail draggers just pull up right in front of the literally in front of people and they just park on the grass mm-hmm. and then there's me mm-hmm. that has to go way down there on the ramp <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um um and that's a fun thing to do that's like you know but i have to say and it's not a far flight for me lancaster um it's it's i think it's a delta at the lancaster airport um i think it's um lns they have this restaurant and like it's like a restaurant like a sports bar thing so people mm-hmm. it brings people in just to mm-hmm. go and have eat there and they can watch the planes mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so I, it definitely i think having that like sports bar theme with the with a bar in it brings um like people I mean, not necessarily pile in Lancaster, but, yeah. right? Where would you mm-hmm. go in Lancaster? That's a cool place to eat. It's yeah. Lancaster, that is cool. like, yeah, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I don't know anything you know? about Lancaster. So. Um, okay, when you go through Lancaster, Pennsylvania, a lot of places, including diners, have they have the the rack that you tie your horses up for the horse and buggies. Yeah. So. I think having the bar, that's probably the only, no, I'm sure there's wow. other places, yeah. but like, that's cutting the bar there. is probably like, yeah, so, <laughs> but like, one time I flew to, um, I think it was Smoketown, Smoketown, and we landed, and the diner had closed, so we like, walked down the street, because you could walk through it, and I had like, my scarf around my neck, and I had like, my, I don't know if it was like, I think I had like, Burberry shoes on, people were driving by, and they were like, like staring like where is she from and you do not we belong to a random yeah. yeah and then like um oh my gosh it was just so out of her loop but if you go to the Lancaster internet I think it's like Lancaster International I think they call it I actually don't know that for sure but um all I remember is the guy that says Lancaster Tower that's how he says it Lancaster Tower but um <laughs> it sounds like you're talking about uh, Amish country in Pennsylvania it's definitely Amish yeah. country which I'm and sure you're you have I've been there I've been there I've been <laughs> I've been camping there and one of the funniest things I remember was we were camping and we went to this big you know they have um they're really known for like baked goods and stuff like that yes yeah and they have stores and stuff uh-huh. they want you know you go and buy stuff and I remember this one place was in Amish country and but the name of the town was intercourse they have all these bad towns in <laughs> lancaster like we're talking really yeah so like yeah. i feel like you only went to camp in intercourse and it was yeah it was funny because there was like coffee mugs in the store this Amish store that had like uh i had fun in intercourse or something it was like this <laughs> like oh my god I can't believe they have these here well there's a waypoint which now that I say it you might hear it but um there's a waypoint oh gosh it's I think it's beyond Virginia but it's F-U-K so like you'll be like serious two four six five Sierra direct fuck (laughs) oh my gosh that's hilarious so, I know who yeah. who names these waypoints. I know. One time I was in like 
down. I went to the Keys and we we're coming back. And I'm like in the middle, I'm way out off of Miami coast. And all I see is Gucci. Hmm. Like, mm-hmm. where's the Gucci in the middle of the ocean? Cause I want to go there. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go there. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. So we, we had, um, when I went down to Nashville, there was a, you know, they have, I have found that generally they try to name the waypoints in the area that has something to do with that region. Mm-hmm. Well, and, what does Fox have to do with Virginia? Well, oh, I don't know. Lovers. Virginia oh, is for that's lovers. Right. Virginia is mm-hmm. for lovers. See, I didn't say at the bad word. I said direct Fox. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that was fun to it's say. It's not like, yeah, it's not like, I'm just saying on our podcast, no one can get offended because I'm not mm-hmm. saying the bad word. I'm saying mm-hmm. Fox. Yeah. Say it like that. Fuck. There's like an arrival that I did into Nashville called the Paisley Four, I think, arrival. And the guy that I was flying with, so Brad Paisley is a country music singer. And the guy that I was flying with was like, I think that's because it says Paisley or Pasley. I'm like, it's Paisley. <laughs> <laughs> I would not know that. Yeah. I was like, just based on this, I mean, I'm not a big country music person, but I know who Brad Paisley is. But how so do you like, get a freaking arrival? I how know. A rival named after you. It's not like Johnny Cash's arrival. That's somebody you would know in in Knox or in Nashville. And, the, and then I, I noticed love- there was like different waypoints that had something to do with a, like a country music person, and I thought, how do they get these things named after them? Uh huh. That's cool. I want one named after me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. But yeah, okay. so that was fun. Um, yeah, I I do wish I could fly to Lancaster and do it more often because I never think about it. But like, it was just a random thing that you just are like, you feel hungry? Let's go. Yeah. So what do you, um, other than that and the $100 hamburgers, if you're taking someone up like your niece or family member mm-hmm. or something, what what do you normally do? What's your favorite thing to do with them? So depending on, a lot of times I do always do the Hudson. Mm-hmm. You, you know, um, but a lot of so times. So like how many times have you done that? Oh, a lot. Really? Okay. Yeah. And I would recommend staying in the Bravo because one time I was like, I wasn't arguing with my friend, but I was like, I, I don't want to do go in the Bravo because you have to switch frequencies. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. um, I was like, I just do my own call outs. And he was like, eh, it's safer. Well, we got up to the Liberty and all of a sudden a pop-up uh, VIP TFR came. Mm. And so if I didn't go in the Bravo, I mm. would have actually not known about it. Oh, and so it yeah. was, yeah. So from now on, I will always be the Bravo. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, if they have time and they're cleared for it, you can do the Bravo. But mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, um, I'll often like, uh, you can fly to Atlantic city. There's a cute little restaurant on the airport, um, has really good cheesesteaks. Um, that's super cheap. That's mm-hmm. a fun place. But a lot of times I will fly over to like mama's executive and then I'll do the entire coast down south. Mm, okay. And then when you get to Atlantic city, before you get to the Charlie, you turn around because then there's restricted airspace down there anyway. Yeah. Um, so like then you turn around and you just head back up. So mm-hmm. if somebody's on this side, they still see the coastline and somebody's on this side, they still see. So 
Oh, that's cool. See, I don't have any coastline near me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, here's a cow. Yeah. (laughs) There's a hill. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Look at that cow. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, There's a, there are a few places and I can go, so I can fly down to Lexington or Louisville, Kentucky, and usually get like a crew car and drive somewhere, you know, to some of these larger airports that don't actually have an airport on the field mm-hmm. then um but I'm always looking for places that I like there's a lot of military old military uh airports that have been yeah, yes. they're municipal airports now and they yeah um, maintain them really well and they often have restaurants on them and it's cool I love historic stuff like that so I love to yeah uh, to go to those well I I think it's a I think it's Atlantic City um ACY no it's not actually Atlantic City what is it uh but there's one and there's just old 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 airplanes and I always say like mm. if they put a fence up that would be the coolest haunted house mm. attraction because they yeah. look like if you even tried to get in one there'd probably be like seven thousand different types of animals living in there yeah but if you put up a fence so that nobody's going onto the taxiway or anything like that could be a huge see I'm always yeah. about making money but <laughs> yeah that's cool um but yeah, like when I flew to Connecticut once for lunch, we just landed and took an Uber into town because they have mm-hmm. like the best pizzas. So like mm-hmm. it is what it is. But yeah. sometimes I don't fly to a place to get food at that location. I go, you know, to try something new. Right. Yeah, true. They do have, um. there's a newsletter, an email newsletter that I signed up. And I think it's called funplacestofly.com. Uh-huh. Okay. And if, if you were like new and you're trying to figure out, okay, well, I want to go to some new places and I want to figure out what's near me, then that website is something you can sign up for. And it usually tells you like, you know, their EAA chapters are having like a pancake breakfast on a particular day, or there's a fly in here a particular day, or this place has a restaurant. Then it's, it's a good place to kind of figure out and plan. Like I have a list in my phone of places that are about an hour flight. Right that Mm -hmm. I want to go to and try and um maybe sometimes there's like a little museum or something like that then you can go go do that I I think it's fun I like to do it but it's not a (laughs) hundred dollars I know and that like that's what always cracked me up was because like you know the fact that someone at who John was golfing with first of all we're paid member members to this club so if you're going to complain about me flying for food to stuff my fat stomach with food, um, I can complain about the cost of a membership because they just paid and then they go into the men's grill and, you know, it's only men, men only. Oh and, gosh. um, which is funny because I always joke like, and they're always like, it's like the masters. You, I think they said that they make $800,000 an hour at the merchandise merchandise tent at the masters yeah but then but then everybody rants and raves about oh you can get an egg salad sandwich for a dollar fifty like yeah oh oh okay got it yeah so that's how they that's how they think like we pay monthly dues we pay yearly dues but they talk about the fact that they got a sandwich special for five dollars okay do you know someone that just went to the masters because i know someone that just Um, went is that person married um no that you know okay give them my number I just oh. need I just need anyone that can get me into the masters. <laughs> I don't care if it's male or female. Give them my number. Tell it was 
it was the first time and he was telling me all about the whole experience and it's it's quite um quite the ordeal and I mean quite my husband's been there twice yeah Yeah. it's so I'm sure he had similar stories on the security and the club and and just yeah everything was it was cool to hear about our country club has a lot of PGA tours so Mm -hmm. like we might not be the masters in Augusta but it's really cool that we are members where you know um Tiger Wood plays or somebody Mm -hmm. you know somebody super cool will show up yeah um even oh crud what's his name I can't think of it but there was a country I don't know it's one of the hot young country guys he was playing at our country club um yeah one like last year and I was like huh maybe I need to start golfing (laughs) yeah (laughs) or at least using the facilities more right I use it but I use it for their alcohol okay (laughs) do they have a pool you go to or yeah to take my niece but you know I have to say there's that whole stigma I don't even know if you want to say yeah or hmm I don't even want to have to say it nicely, but you know how like you have the country club moms where they just drop their kids off and the kids are raised at the country club. Mm-hmm. I was sitting there with my four-year-old niece and we were having lunch and these kids came in and they were all teenagers and the kid put his feet up on the table and he leaned back oh, and he was like, hello, Vanessa, Vanessa. And he's like yelling across the pool and I just wanted to go and grab him by oh. the neck yeah. And be like, you don't even know what's up. <laughs> I'm trying to say that in nice PT. I mean, yeah. I wanted to throw him off of the deck. He was so, and I thought, Obnoxious. so this girl is a waitress who probably makes more than any waitress we've ever known. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. you know, but she didn't have to put up with that. And it's no. like, it's it's just like it's it's not, the, the it's, parents yeah. don't even have a clue that her kids act like that. Yeah, they don't even know because they just drop them off and yeah. and then I'm sitting there like playing with my niece and she'll if I decide like oh my god I can't be in the pool another minute I sit on the edge and she'll be like watch this watch this like yeah, there's constantly. all these moms <laughs> just lined up and they're not even watching their kids the lifeguard is watching their kids yeah and I'm like well. If I'm going to pick somebody that's going out, I get, I'm not picking my niece. Like, I'm going to list every single one of these kids' mom that's going to go under before mine. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not going to be mine because I can see it. But yeah. how many, I feel bad for lifeguards. And I, when I was in high school, I lifeguarded at Journey Park. It's a water park up here in Allentown, Pennsylvania. If you were a deep water guard, like, you were the cool guards. Okay. Oh, so okay. I was a deep water guard. Okay. Oh. <laughs> and we used to, we used of to mark in the, in, in the inside of our visors, we would draw stick figures. And if they had like a dress, you knew if they were like big or little, you would, you would mark who you would save. And like other people would never save anyone, but you would also want to be at like this one deep water section or the wave pool. So you had like it, you wanted to be at this one, I forget the name of it, but it was this like little tiny slide that dropped you into like a 15 foot pool and people would get up there and they'd go, Hey, she can't swim. And they would like tell you, but let their kid go down the slide. And I'm like, Oh my God. So you always wanted to be at that. I know. But for me, it was super cool because 
you wanted to plan it. <laughs> you wanted to plan it over lunch. So then you were there oh. for two hours. So you'd go from this person, this, this side to this side. You'd be an hour here and an hour there. And you would just be like, it would be hot, super hot, but you knew you would be jumping in the pool in like five seconds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You'd jump in, you'd swim over and you'd save them. And it was like, but like you learned, I mean, from that moment, I, I was in Atlantis one time and I was actually, this really annoyed me because I had my extensions in. I had just had my hair done. And while I go on vacation, I'm a dry shampooer because I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to right. blow out this weave. And yeah. um, I'm in there and I just find myself anytime I'm at a pool, I'm aware Mm-hmm. the middle of the pool kind of got a little deeper I think maybe like five feet and this little girl just kept getting closer and then she was like yelling for her dad as she was going under and under and the lifeguards don't see it the you know the parents aren't noticing and I freaking dove into the pool oh I was my gosh. on a phone call I was on a phone call oh no pretty sure oh. my boobs popped out of the one side oh. of my bathing suit okay <laughs> I freaking <laughs> swam over and got her and then the parents just put a they put a they put a life jacket on her and put her back in the pool <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like oh my god but it's just I don't oh. know it's just like it's funny but well once like, you've been a lifeguard I guess you're always kind of like in tune no I am never attention. gonna be a, I am never, they, you could not pay me. I, I bet you we made so little money, but it was more mm-hmm. for the fun. Yeah. It was, it's really sad to say that, but like when you work somewhere that you can actually do it, that's the whole point. But all these kids that they're trained, they actually don't probably know how to do anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know. I remember our public, uh, we had like a public pool in a small town I grew up in. And if you got the job as being one of the lifeguards, then you were the shit. I mean, that was exactly. <laughs> but see, and then I would, you'd have to walk, you'd have to park at the bottom of the hill and you'd have to walk all the way up there. So that was probably the most, I was a, an athlete in high school. I can tell you that my butt was probably in the best shape of my life because I had to walk 10 minutes up a hill every yeah. day to go to work. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you were cool. Yeah, that's right. You always then, had a good tan going on. It was like exactly, <laughs> and that's probably why you know I'm gonna have skin cancer one day. <laughs> oh gosh! I guess I wasn't really. I was exposed to fly-ins, and I didn't know they were really called like fly-ins or hundred-dollar hamburgers. When my uncle used to take me from one mm-hmm. place to the next, so that's kind of how I got introduced to this whole hundred-dollar hamburger thing, and it was always really really fun did you ever like tell somebody like well what are you doing we're just wanting to eat and they're like what it's like yeah someone who's not an they're just like what yeah but i love talking um, about it i love telling I know. Them about it i'm like, like yeah exactly. this is a cool thing that we can do and go to a different airport and and eat and yeah i'll go to the same place and always get the cheesesteak at the same restaurant it's like yeah. you should try everything on the menu but i'm still like it's almost no, like you go there for that chicken nuggets right it's like <laughs> it's get like there and get what you want yeah I mean if they put a chick-fil-a at an airport I would still I can guarantee you a gazillionaire because mm-hmm. Eric from AOPA loves chick-fil-a he'd probably fly from Maryland just to wherever we put a chick-fil-a 
right? We yeah. should do it. You want to go into they business? Don't have, they don't have a Chick-fil-A up there? Well, they don't have them in airports. Oh, could you imagine if you cool, could fly in? You yeah. could just fly in. Obviously, there's no, like, drive-through. But yeah. you could fly in, park, and then be, like, where you could, like, phone. You could, oh, my God, I'm a genius. You could <laughs> just be, like, on frequency and be, like, hey, I need a cob salad, blah, 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 blah. And then they'd be like, your order is number 12. And then True. you park and you turn your plane off and then you get your food and then you try to turn your plane back on, but it's flooded because it's so yeah. hot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so then you sit in your plane and uh, eat or, or un- eat under the wing. Picnic oh, under the wing. Oh, boom. We are going to be so rich. Be so but cool. I'm too lazy. I'm too lazy to actually put this into a thought. I am too. <laughs> give it to someone else someone else that's listening exactly. here's an idea we want you to please fulfill this. all all we ask is we get free food for life yeah and we'll send people there we'll go mm-hmm. and visit and yeah we'll be your favorite well, it was uh, like at customer. the Sears tent apparently people were walking into the, and don't ever do this for anyone listening apparently people were walking into the Sears tent and they're like well we're with stephanie and then they were let into the VIP lounge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they were never with me. Oh, shoot. Like there were times that I didn't even know who they were. Oh, that's not cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't want to get in trouble for Ashka. People should not mm-hmm. do that. That's not cool. And you don't want them doing that because if they did something that was well, embarrassing or me. something. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'm not a representation of Cirrus. Oh. I jokingly told Cirrus, somebody said, oh, how do you like working for Cirrus? And I was like, I don't work for Cirrus. They work for me. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, get this right. I do, I do have a relationship with them that I don't want to lose and mm-hmm. I'm happy with them. And, you know, so yeah. I don't want to be the one reason that there's no longer a VIP owner's lounge right. at air shows, or I'll just be banned and my face will be on the door and it'll say, do not do let, not let her in. in. Mm-hmm. she's on the the blacklist <laughs> as long well, as you put it as a pink list that's right you or briefly mentioned that you have an airplane that's a new airplane that you've ordered or with cirrus now that we're talking about cirrus yeah what was that experience like oh gosh i ordered it like two and a half years ago yeah oh. that's why the one i own now that was what i found to keep me in the loop until my new one came. Um, oh I got goodness. to go to Knoxville to finally, I waited like two years to finally get to the moment that I'm actually designing it. Okay. Um, we're still trying to tweak the color. Apparently, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm the longest they've ever worked on a custom Sears. Mm. <laughs> oh well. Things aren't right. Yeah. I kind of feel that way too. Like. I mean, if you say it can be custom, it could be custom, but there's like limitations to specific shades or hues of the colors because mm. one, like you can't, you can only have FAA approved wing colors because my wing has fuel. Now other planes, they're, they're, they're made of different materials, so they could have color, you know, it's just my, my aircraft can't. And then the color that I wanted, which I won't say, um, it cannot be the actual color because it's it's either going to fade within two years Mm -hmm. because it's so bright um or it could also crack I have to just now finally come to um 
the conclusion of which shade of it that I want, which is mm-hmm. very difficult because mm-hmm. I had for two years, I've had this envision mm-hmm. and now I have to like replay, retrain my brain that that's not the color that I'm going to get. Yeah. So like, I, I like, you know, they blew up the colors for me and I, I'm sure it's my hormones, but I cried because it's not the color <laughs> that I wanted. Like, it's not, it's not actually it. Like, it's mm. not, you know, so. So you're trying to accept that. You're in the process of acceptance right now. Yeah, and like I yet. designed the interior was, boom, was I think within five minutes we had the interior laid out. Like mm-hmm. it was, that was the easy part. The mm-hmm. design is done. It's the color that I'm really just, I'm struggling with. Mm. well you'll get to it you know sometimes it just takes a little while to mm-hmm. like why well, for me actual... I would wake up in the middle of the night and be like okay I think I'm gonna go with this color like it would be I like a, a middle of the night thing yeah I think they're used to people like that that are like um boom that's it yeah and then there's me who's like can we do it <laughs> but um I do have a, del- a deadline they've put me on a deadline oh, now oh, that I have to okay. answer yeah yeah so well god bless god bless the salesmen and the designers of cirrus because yeah they might never do a custom cirrus after mine (laughs) oh man well i can't wait to see it when it's done i'm sure it'll be amazing yeah Yeah, Yeah. it will it'll be fun so well this was so fun i love talking about um flying and airplanes and and all the other food and And food food and food oh (laughs) yes yeah, that's fun. We'll have to do it. And like the last time you were in Allentown, you flew there and technically had food with me. Mm-hmm. Technically. That's yeah, that's but, true. Mm-hmm. If you are listening and you have a spot that you love to fly in to eat, then please let us know. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of Cockpits and Cocktails. Make sure you subscribe and share this episode and tune in for the next one which I'm sure will also be full of exciting topics (laughs) (laughs) yes good thanks for listening all right I'll see you bye bye